Welcome to the Keep Idaho Red Radio Show, where you'll hear from national, statewide, and local Republican leaders about the issues that are most important to Idahoans today. Now, please welcome Tom Luna and Vic Miller. Welcome back to Keep Idaho Red Radio here on 580-KIDO 107.5 FM. And Vic, our sister station, KLIX in the Magic Magic Valley. Valley. That's right. We've talked to Brent Crane, who's the uh, chair of the State Affairs Committee. And now... A good friend of yours and yes. ours, and the new uh, the superintendent of public instruction elect. elect, yes, Debbie Critchfield is joining us today. So, a good morning to you, uh, Debbie Critchfield, and um, happy new year and, and merry Christmas. Thank you. You've had a, a great selection of guests this morning, so I, I hope to not take you backwards. Oh, you will not. No, you will definitely no, take us forward. Excited. So, uh, any Critchfield um, traditions that uh, we should know about? It's nice to know the personal side of our of our uh, constitutional oh. officers. Anything that um, you know, especially meaningful during the Christmas time for your family? I, I think just being together, um, which is probably not special like many families, but you know, having been on the campaign trail for the last 18 months oh and then going through a, a transitional period, it felt particularly good to, to sit around a table and, and not talk about an election. Yes, so, well, exactly. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, and Debbie, you, you, you went through a, a, another round of COVID or something, I seem to recall, which uh, <laughs> you, you probably, your immune system was a bit weak from the 18 months on the campaign trail and being exhausted. Exactly. And so yeah, uh, my, that, my body cried uncle. Yeah, there and, you go. Uh, yeah, between that and bronchitis and a bunch of other fun things. But I thought, well, let's get it over now because right, well, we got work to do. Let's talk about um, some some uh, maybe more fun topics yes. than, than how your body gave out on you after a tough <laughs> campaign. So let's talk about um, you created a transition team, correct? Um, uh, talk yes. about your committee, how often you've been meeting, and maybe some of the major themes that have come out as you um, – consult with your uh, transition team we had about 20 plus members on the um, formal transition committee and then we we took those members and divided them up into subcommittees and then added a few more uh, folks to that to to, to get even more perspectives and um, opinions and there was a total of three meetings uh, two where the full group met together one at the beginning and then one subcommittee meeting and and then we gathered back together but there was a total of five i gotta think about this about 15 meetings um in the last month and so between everything uh being broken up um not for one individual person but we really focused on where to go with career technical education uh, where to go with the structure of the department of education as far as its um, service ability and, and, and how that should function. We also had a subcommittee on um, parent engagement and uh, how they how we support parents in all of this. And um, really just we, we tried to build things that were that pertain to things that I had talked about on the campaign trail, but be open to other conversations. So, uh, Superintendent-elect Debbie Critchfield is joining us here on KIDO uh, 580. Uh, Tom Loon and Vic Miller sitting in for Kevin Miller. And, uh, uh, Debbie, you know... um 
You and I are going to have one more thing in common. We're both former school board members. Uh, you're going to be the state superintendent here in about a week. Uh, I, I remember waking up uh, Wednesday morning after the election uh, so excited that I had been elected <clears throat> and then kind of wondering, okay, <laughs> here we go, right? Because you transitioned from being a candidate to actually, um, you know, transitioning into office and governing. And one of those things that is so critical is just the vision that you initially bring to the department and to the state uh, for what education um, is going to look like and the things you're going to focus on. You mentioned CTE, you mentioned parental and, um, engagement. Uh, talk to us about that just uh, vision and attitude as you, as you enter office next week. My vision really is about um, making the educational experience, first of all, um, successful for our students and relevant uh, for what that is, for what we need them to be able to do when they exit high school. Um, I'm looking at focusing on the basics, reading and math, um, how the Department of Education is very outward facing and, and is about service and, and not compliance so that our districts feel supported in their local decisions and know that they have access to the best information, um, to, to what the, the most effective strategies are. And it may not even be as big as something national. It may be something that, that a district in another part of our state is doing very well. But for whatever reasons, uh, over time, our districts really have felt as though they've been operating in silos. Um, and, and how we leverage all the partners that we have in education, educators, business leaders, parents, of course, and um, it, it's, all, it's all towards student outcomes. And when you when you when we talk about student outcomes, um, you know that's going to look different for every child. What happens after high school? I think we all agree that we need more than high school uh, diploma in the world that we live in, but not necessarily a four year degree, not ne even sometimes not even a two year degree, but certificates and skills and training. Uh, talk to us about how you transform a, a high school experience that. For for so long has been focused on the next step is university or college to one that prepares kids regardless of what path they choose they'll be successful in that pursuit well i think it starts with to me a fundamental premise that an idaho diploma means something it means that you can do something and to your point there are many options and many um, routes uh, to success and we don't talk about what those are. We've been very good at the conversations around going to college. And, and I'm not suggesting that we, we don't talk about that, but we've got to elevate everything else and, and talk about those equal to going um, and pursuing a four-year degree. And I really love that you use the word transform because that's how I think about it in my mind. We take this high school experience and we make particularly those last two years more about the application of the knowledge rather than just seed time learning for learning's sake. Now, I'm going to make a generalization that is not, it's not like this every single place, but my experience within, with my own children in high school and, and some of the things that I've seen, by the time a kid gets to be a senior, um, they're, they're less motivated about some of the classes that they're going to take because they, it may not fit 
what their interests are. It may not fit what they want to do. And so we, we see seniors that, you know, will will be in aid for several classes or, or some of these yeah. other things like, well, I've got through my junior Senior year, slump. And now, yeah, and now I just have to write it out. Well, how about you write it out in, in a job? How about you, you take your interest, abilities, and um, the opportunities in your community? Let's have internships, apprenticeships. Let's have the application of that knowledge so that by the time you're at that point, our students are able to experience what it is that, that they may be interested in. And an important part of that is you learn maybe what you're not interested in as well. Yes, yeah. Uh, I, and and uh, Superintendent-elect Critchfield, can, let's talk more about uh, bringing uh, relevance to what kids are learning in school and the value of that. But uh, we're visiting with Debbie Critchfield, the superintendent-elect, yes, and uh, we were talking about um, um, students being ready for the world that awaits them when they graduate from high important. school, regardless of which path they take. And uh, uh, Debbie, one of the things that you were talking about was giving students you know, access to skills and opportunities uh, when they're, I think you mentioned like the last two years of, of high school and make those very relevant. And one thing that I think we all know, one thing I definitely learned is if students see relevance in what they're learning, rigor will take care of itself. But if they don't see relevance, then they end up taking, you know, the easier classes when they're seniors because they've already met their graduation requirements. But once they see relevance, they'll want more and more of, of, of the rigor uh, on what they want to what they want to pursue. And um, so I appreciate your approach on that. I want to focus real quick, though, on one of the areas of prepare of helping kids prepare for the world that awaits them. And that is something that's important to you, and that's financial literacy. Ta- you talked a lot about this on the campaign trail. Talk to us about what that actually means in practice in preparing kids for the world that awaits them. Thank you. This is one of my, my favorite topics. And uh, regardless of, of political ideology or philosophies, universally, um, everyone I talked to agreed that our students need to be prepared for, for the financial world. Um, and this is very different, and the skills are very different than something you learn in calculus or, or algebra. But you know, how, how do we calculate a loan? How do we um, navigate the online banking world and, and all of these things um, that are critical to being an adult? and uh, providing for yourself and your family. And so uh, that it, it, we are in, I say we, using the State Board of Education um, and myself, we are um, in the, the right place at the right time as far as the legislative process to bring forth a rule change this legislative session that would incorporate half a credit of financial literacy being paired with economics um, as, as a required class for anyone leaving an Idaho um, public school or, or a traditional school or, or charter school. So I am very excited about it. And, and something that I've learned um, along the way over the last year and a little bit, many of our schools, if not most, have been offering it as an elective. And I even spoke with the, the leadership in, in Rockland School District of all places, and their board had been considering making it a local graduation requirement. And so I know the momentum is there, uh, the feeling that our, our students, again, this preparation piece, and it's not so that they can pass a test in high school, it's so that they can successfully contribute to their own lives and, and to society. Oh, we're speaking with Superintendent of Public Instruction-elect Debbie Critchfield. Debbie, we've got about a minute and a half in this uh, this segment before our, we're joined by uh, with Mayor Pierce from uh, Eagle. Talk a little bit about parent. You mentioned parent engagement as part of your committee's work. 
how do you expect to get the parent more involved and and make them um, more cognizant of the role the schools play and how they can be more involved with their students' education? We've got about a minute. I'm going to focus on two, okay. I'm going to focus on two words: communication and transparency. When those things don't exist or there's a failure of either one of those things, um, my experience has been that that, that is when there is friction um, and when things clash. When, when parents um, know that, that communication and that it's two ways how we, we receive and, and talk to each other to, to problem solve and, and to receive input and that they, they know that they have access to the information that, that districts on, on decision making. And, and these are normal processes. This is how the local system was set up. And, and so I fully intend to assist our districts, those that um, are struggling and we can all improve in, in everything that we do to provide um, assistance, toolkits, on, on how to address those things to better encourage those relationships. Well, we are grateful for you, and, and we really yeah. do uh, bless your work, the work of your hands, and we hope the Lord orders your steps in uh, your work for the great state of Idaho. And for the kids. Yeah, for the children and for the parents, and uh, we thank you very much, Debbie Critchfield, for joining us. Folks, we'll be back right after this break.